أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسوله الكريم وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Welcome you all to our weekly session I decided to give it the name Soul Sunday يعني لأن again we're talking about spirituality and the soul and it's a Sunday and it's you know they both start with S by thoughts يعني um, and sorry for last week. I was out with the kids. It was their day off. I thought I'd take a break also. And the breaks are good, you know. The Prophet also taught us sa'at and wasa'a. But uh, thank you for joining us. And um, let's begin with Surah Al Fatiha, inshallah. Just uh, be aware of your heart. And silently, without moving your lips, without making any sounds, just recite Surah Al Fatiha. And make the intention that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala lights up your heart with his knowledge. All right, very good, very good. So, um, does any of you have any questions or any kind of uh, topic you want to talk about? My objective really here is to help, to help you as much as possible. Um, so feel free. I mean, this is your session, really. Like, I have no agenda here. Um, would you like to ask anything? Would you like to talk about spe something specific that the whole group... And don't think that your case, like whatever your question is, won't help the others. Trust me. Whatever question gets asked, everyone will, inshallah, benefit from the answer. I'm going to give you the opportunity to ask or suggest a topic or... Okay, so it seems that uh, you guys want to go ahead with my kind of uh, plan. So that's fine, inshallah. No worries. Very good. So um, what I will do is pull up this ayah that I want to talk about today, inshallah. All right. Bismillah. So the ayah I want to share with you, can you guys see the screen? Just give me a confirmation so that I... Yes. Yes? Okay, great. Yeah, sure. So this is uh, Surah Al-Baqarah, ayah number 165. <laughs> والذين آمنوا أشد حبا لله ولو يرى الذين ظلموا إذ يرون العذاب أن القوة لله جميعا 
أن القوة لله جميعا وأن الله شديد العذاب. So Allah says here in this ayah, He talks about ومن الناس. So a type of a people. من يتخذ من دون الله أندادا. Who besides Allah, right? They take others. So there are from among the people those who, besides Allah, they take andad. And andad comes from nid, which means basically it means equivalent, right? And Allah says, So these andad that these people take, they love them as they should have loved Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then on the contrast, Allah describes those وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا As for the believers, those who have faith, أَشَدُّ حُبًّا لِلَّهِ They have an overflowing love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so, um, and Allah comments and He says, وَلَوْ يَرَى الَّذِينَ ظَلَمُوا إِذْ يَرَوْنَ الْعَذَابِ If only the unrighteous could see, they would يَرَوْنَ الْعَذَابِ When they will see the punishment, right? They would see the punishment that to Allah belongs all power. And so what is this talking about? Um, again, just some reflection on this beautiful verse where Allah talks about a group of people from among nas, right? Who have these andad. So andad are like, think of them like equivalents to Allah, right? So Allah subhanahu wa has designed us to love him only. You know, him and only him. We have one heart and Allah created us. And according to Ibn Abbas, which means except like our objective in life and our purpose in life is to know Allah. Why? So that we can love him and seek closeness to him. That's it. You know, everything else is secondary. And of course, with this love of Allah comes the love of Rasulullah because uh, him being our teacher, you know. Um, that's his status, right? So, um, but these andad are, think, think of them like hidden idols in our hearts. That um, and notice there's plurals, right? And uh, because there are different forms of idols um, that people worship in a very subtle way in our hearts, besides the love of Allah. So our hearts are designed to love Allah, but every single one of us, like yani, the listeners that are listening to this, ask yourself, what is your world revolving around? There is, there is, yani, different people have different centers, you know. So every single one of us has a center of our life. So ask yourself, what is that nid that you love besides Allah? And, and if, if, of course, there is no nid and there's Allah, then congratulations, that's great. But for a lot of people, there are hidden idols, is center. Think of an idol as a center of your life. Your world revolves around it, right? Uh, this is what you obsessed with. This is what you think about all the time. Uh, this is what interests you the most. 
is what takes up most of your time. This is what you research about. This is what you read about. This is what you talk about with your friends. Um, this is what consumes most of your time. And you probably have friends who have similar nids, right? Similar idols, because you relate to one another, right? The Prophet ﷺ told us. So, uh, so watch who you hang out with because you will be on the deen of those who you love because of course you're hanging out with those uh, who you love, right? And so why would you love them? It's because they have common, a common nid in their hearts, right? And so Allah is saying about these people and so, so what are some of the idols? Um, so um, what are the andad? Money could be a, one of the andad. Right? Some people, their life revolves around money, right? Business, career, um, becoming a millionaire or whatever, right? Um, for others, for a lot of females, their, their endad are their families, like the children, right? Or their spouses. I've come across many, many depressed wives who made their husbands their center of their lives and this was a cause of their misery. Um, yes, you need to love your husband, you need to love your spouse, you love your kids, but it doesn't take the center place of the heart, right? The center place is always for Allah and the Prophet Everything else is just mu'amalat. This is our dealings with one another. This is where our character comes out. And yes, you have to deal with them with compassion and love and mercy and fulfill their rights and obligations. But our world does not revolve around them, right? Mindunillah. Notice, Mindunillah. So Allah needs to be the center. And when Allah is the center of your, your world, the center of your heart, then that actually makes fulfilling your obligations towards everybody else very easy, very natural, and it's motivating, right? Because you're doing it for Allah's sake. So your intentions become pure, pure also. So uh, money, family can be a nid. In some cases, it could be an ideology or a school of thoughts that you believe in, right? That you're so like obsessed with and it just takes over your entire world, right? So for those of for some people, they're in politics. For, the, for them, they're, the party that they follow is their God, right? They're this idol that they worship. It could be a leader. It could be... Um, um, for some people, uh, even like in the religious schools, right? Like the, the, the school that you follow or the sect that you follow or, um, you know, in some cases it is your, your ego, right? For a lot of people, sometimes their ego becomes their um, sense of nid, right? Um, fame, yeah, Sarah says fame, absolutely. That's a common nid nowadays with social media. I don't know if you guys have seen this uh, documentary uh, on Netflix. I highly recommend you see it. It's called, uh, who can help me out? Uh, the Social Dilemma. Yes, that's it, right? The Social Dilemma. You need to watch this on how, um, like, and people are kind of just being dragged and sucked into this whole world, right? Which is, for the most part, artificial also. 
and there's this sense of fear, uh, sorry, fame, uh, seeking fame and seeking attention and appreciation. And uh, so many people gets, uh, gets really depressed uh, because of the fact that they're living a fake life and that they want to uh, be like those that they follow, right? They want to be famous and it seems like it's cool to be famous and it seems like being famous is the only way to make money these days. Like if you don't have a brand then you're basically broke, right? Um, uh, for uh, so sometimes the nit can be your intellectual kind of beliefs it could be your um, shahawat for a lot of people their addictions are their andad right uh, whatever whether it's pornography whether it's drugs or alcohol or um, sometimes it's friends sometimes it's illegal kind of uh, relationships right uh, affairs girlfriend, boyfriend kind of thing. That becomes your nid, literally, right? Takes over, especially if you're not married. Oh my God, it takes over your, your entire heart. And uh, that's why like, it's heartbreak, right? When it's over. So um, the ego is a big one. Making yourself the center of your life, right? Yes, Nora said that where you are the center, absolutely, yeah. The law, your world revolves around you. My job, my family, my home, my car, my body, right? And uh, we forget that nothing is yours. Like Abdullah, the true Abd of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala realizes that nothing is ours, right? Everything has been given to us by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everything is a gift. Uh, and we are entrusted with those gifts to see and we are tested with those gifts, whether it's, you know, on how we will handle it, how will we deal with it, will we be generous with it, or will we be greedy with it, and all sorts of things. That's what I think about that. Um, so, and then he says, amanu As for the believers, they have this shidda of hub, right? Extreme love. And what is the adab that Allah talks about at the end? It's really the, the not having Allah in the center of your life, right? That is that becomes your adab, a living adab, where you're there's this void in your life. No matter what you do, no matter what you attain from this temporary world, from al hayat dunya, you never like it's temporary, just happiness, you know, temporary satisfaction. But then there's always this emptiness. So Sarah is asking, we can also have Allah as a main, but things can come and even we still focus on Allah, it takes our attention and thoughts to make us obsess about it. So yeah, I mean, make Allah the center. Again, we're saying, right? So that's the level you want to reach. It's easy to say, yes, Allah the center, but I get dragged here and there. But when Allah becomes the center, then you kind of... Um, uh, whether it's things that are on the outside that are out of your control, then that's, of course, um, you accept and you surrender. But if, like we said earlier, we were talking earlier before we started this call, if it's an internal matter of your heart, right? Uh, Allah's given you responsibility over your thoughts. Unless you are like mentally sick and insane, right? Uh, you have limitation in terms of like uh, mental control and stuff, then of course, there's no accounting for you. But um, we said there's five steps, right? There's these suggestions that come to you, right? Whether it's from your, from Shaitan, from your nafs, or from your evil friend, right? 
or from the TV or whatever. And then that suggestion leads to inclination. And that, that's step number two, step inclination, you're inclined to do it. And then step three is where you are, you have been given intellect and aql to evaluate and analyze whether I should do this or not. And then number four is um, the intention to do it. And number five is to actually go ahead and do it. Because many people make the intention, but they don't really actually do it. And that's really the, the transition between uh, like a thought to action, right? And that's everything that's happening in the heart. That's in our control. Thoughts, you have the ability with your aql and with the sharia, which has told you what to do and what not to do and what's good and what's bad. It enables you, it empowers you. You have the, all the tools you need to be able to decipher and to be able to protect your heart and to be able to uh, say, you know what, this thought, I'm not going to act upon it. No, this is, I don't like, Allah's a priority for me. I don't want to displease Allah. And so you have this constant checks and balances in place. And you are responsible for keeping that heart in, in, uh, in shape and then in good shape. Yani. And, uh, and, and you are responsible for, of course, your actions and your behavior and your character. Absolutely. Like the ma'amalat. So when Allah is the center, everything uh, falls in place. So this is, I, I mean, today was just general question that you want to ask yourself. How much is Allah's love in my heart, right? And who is, who is in the center of my life? If it's not Allah, why isn't it Allah? Why isn't, what are the top priorities in my life, right? Is Allah the top? Is he number one? Or is he number two or three or four? If he's not number one, why, right? And I can guarantee you, whatever besides Allah is your number one, that is the cause of your misery today. That's just the way it works because Allah told you. Because you're doing injustice, right? Justice is to make Allah the center of your heart. When you don't, then zulm comes from zalam, right? Darkness. When you put something where it doesn't belong, that's zulm, right? And so when that nid that you love besides Allah, you put it in your heart. It doesn't belong there. Right? So it's a form of injustice, a form of dhulm. But then you, that becomes a, a result of, or, or that res, results in adab, right? al-adab. You see, you see uh, difficulty in your life. For, for many people, their nid is their social status. How people think of them, right? How people perceive them. Do people accept me or not? Do people respect me or not? Do people uh, recognize me, appreciate me? Uh, it could be a cause that you're after, right? I mean, of course, if it's a noble cause, then yeah, great. But we don't worship the cause. We worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah gives us tawfiq to whatever good cause, inshallah. So that was the session for today. Um, I don't want to keep it too long. Uh, inshallah, we'll start the meditation now. So I want you to all... Um, Fahad, sorry, before you start, I have yeah. a question. Yes, yes. I, it's a bit technical, sure. but I've always wondered, and I never came, yani, uh, I never looked it up. Mm. So I noticed you, you um, when you were reading the ayah, mm -hmm. you repeated. When do we know when to repeat the, you repeated the last verse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, like when, 
when reading, how do I know? Yeah. So yeah, I repeat it because I ran out of breath. But uh, oh, technically, okay. <laughs> you, you basically. I thought this was. <laughs> you basically start, Yanni. Uh, if you have just a sound Arabic knowledge, you start from uh, where it makes sense to to start from that, right? So if you oh, okay. know, I think I I, I stopped that. Uh, and the and I exactly, ran out of breath, exactly. right? So and and then I repeated that. Because I, I wouldn't, re- it would be inappropriate to start by saying al It doesn't make sense, right? So okay. pause, kind of like a pause, right? Or a comma. Yeah. And so, yeah, okay. you just gauge it, right? And sometimes these, okay. um, like for example, you see the sali here. And then Qali is here. Yeah, yeah. So these are also pauses that you can, that these are indicators, ishtihadat from ulama, where you okay. can either stop okay. or pause, or sometimes you got to continue and not stop if it's Allah, you know. So these subtle signs sometimes help also. Or okay. Otherwise, right. I mean, it's flexible actually, yeah. Oh, it's flexible. Okay, I just it yeah. just came up the question, and I wanted to ask. Yeah, it's a good question. Okay, thank it's a you. Good question. Yeah, but ideally, you want to do your best to try to start, restart. If you're on our breath, restart from where it makes sense to start. So the to- so the sentence is full, right? Okay. So it's not like so- a fragment of a sentence that doesn't make sense. Okay, so I don't have to start from the beginning. No, no, you can't. No, okay, you okay. Because there are like a hidden, pa- hidden commas uh, throughout this entire ayah. It's one ayah, but you can break it down. Into you can commas. see them. Yeah, exactly. all right. Thank you uh, so good much. Question. Good question, inshallah. Thanks. Right, so, um, you're welcome. So, um, shall I close your eyes? And uh, Unless someone has another question before we start. I mean, I don't want to rush into the meditation. Does anyone have any uh, other question for today? Another question, Mama. Today was short to the Anamitaudra. You know, it's only I ask sometimes, and sometimes it's just. Uh, mm. Okay. Anyone, Amina, you have any questions? I'm good. Thank okay. you. Great. Great. Okay. Great. So, inshallah, we can go ahead and uh, mute ourselves and want you to all um, close your eyes, be aware of your heart. Let's make the intention that we're doing this dhikr with the intention of seeking closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and filling our hearts with Allah's remembrance, with Allah's knowledge and his love. And to replace all the idols that are in our hearts, to destroy all the other idols, all the other andad, so that what remains is the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the love of the Rasul which are two sides of the same coin. I want you to start doing a few deep breaths from your nose, inhale. And exhale from your nose. Inhale, cool light. Exhale, dark smoke. Inhale, cool light that lights up your heart. Exhale, dark smoke that leaves your heart. All right, let's repeat. Ya Hadi today. The one who guides. 
Repeat it silently without moving your lips, without making any sound. Just silent thicker. Allah says, biha." To Allah belong the beautiful names. So call upon him with those names. So we want to call upon Allah, the guide, the one who constantly guides us, the one who guides us, our hearts with his light and his knowledge, which takes us out of the darkness of ignorance. Ya Hadi, keep repeating it. Silently, Ya Hadi. And this name also has a sense of protection in it. Not only is Allah guiding, but He's protectively guiding you. So it also, you want to look for the feeling of being safe. You don't have to worry because Allah's with you every step of the way. Guiding you every step of the way. Ya Hadi, keep repeating. Focus on the feeling, not the thoughts. And when you find that feeling, grab it and hold on to it and go deeper in it. Ask Allah to guide you to that feeling. Ya Hadi. All right, shall I can open your eyes? Thank you for joining us. If you have any questions, I'm here. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. Have a wonderful week. And remember all of, uh, all of us in your du'as, including all the brothers and sisters that are in this call and all of those who will be listening to this. Again, all of these recordings will be available on the Falak TV uh, podcast, as well as the YouTube channel. All right, for those of you who want to refer to previous recordings, they're all there. Feel free to share with family and friends. Jazakumullah khair. Subhanakallah bihamdik. Nashadu an la ilaha illa ad. Nastaghfiruka natubu ilayk.
Thank you so much, Fahad. That was amazing. Alhamdulillah. You're welcome. Thank you, guys. Thank you for coming. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, Fahad. Thank Bye. you. Welcome. Yeah. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. Bye. Thank you, Fahad. Malga, Satya. Thank you. Take care. Bye. 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 B